Welcome everyone to the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Witcher, and I'm excited today to bring to you a special guest, Alyssa, who has worked with me before. I believe we met at a conference that we both taught at, and um, we've connected in the past, but with everything that's going on in our world today, I was thinking of the best of the best resources that I kind of have access to, and Alyssa came to mind quickly. So Alyssa, thank you for being here. You're welcome. I'm so happy to be here with you. Um, will you tell us a little bit about, um, you know, your connection to our special education community and um, just a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I'm a former special education teacher. Um, I used to teach in a substantially separate setting. Um, I'm currently a full-time blogger and resource creator at simplyspecialed.com. Um, I live in New Hampshire with my husband, my two-year-old, and a four-month-old. Um, and yeah, so I just feel so much for everyone right now who is stuck at home and wondering, how do I homeschool my kid right now? How am I supposed to make all these changes and help these kids adjust, and I think we have some tips for them today. Absolutely, and so we'll actually get to some of the good stuff right away. So first of all, Alyssa is giving a ton of stuff away for free. So meaning, like parents, you guys are gonna have resources. Everything that we're gonna talk about today, you can access um, different types of tools like this right at the link that's gonna be here with this video and podcast. So you'll get access to everything, so no freaking out about like, where do I get it? Alyssa has all of it for you. Um, I specifically reached out to Alyssa about a concept that's called airless learning. And, um, you know, everybody's freaking out right now about how do we make progress and how do I make sure that my child moves forward? And, and you know, because that's what school is for. But we're in crisis right now. So we have to talk about sustaining and really um, coming to a new stability, a new normal. So, Alyssa, will you share a little bit about like what is airless learning and how does that kind of fit into what's happening in our culture right now? Sure. So the first thing that we're worried about is keeping everyone happy, healthy, and safe. So those are top priority right now. We want to make sure everyone has everything they need um, to be happy, healthy, and safe. And once we have that, then we can begin to do some work with our kids at home. Um, and the most important thing right now that you want to think about is just regression. You just want to prevent regression. So that means you want to keep your child or students where they are at now. Um, we're not going to super worry about learning new things because being at home all Day, every day is going to be tough for some kids and we really want to make sure we're supporting them in that and supporting families in that. Um, so one major way that we can um, help kids learn more at home is through errorless learning. So if you are having trouble teaching new topics um, to your child, one way to work with them is in a way where they always get it right. They never get it wrong. Um, and the, the reason why we do this is because they are building their confidence in this way, that, and then also increasing their independence, which is all we want for our kids is to be more independent in everything that they do. So mm -hmm. I love that piece. Let's talk about this a little bit, about what this independence looks like. Now, teachers use this kind of trick all the time to get things done in their classroom of finding tasks that a child can be independent. And parents are feeling really overwhelmed right now. How do I cook dinner and keep my child engaged in something that's not on a screen? Or you know, how am I gonna multitask several kids at home and to do this? So um, it really explained us like, what are some of the specific tasks that happens in airless learning so we can see how that independence can come about? Sure, so in the classroom, something for airless learning that we would do would be a 
worksheet or a task where everything that the student does is correct. They cannot get it wrong at all. So I have one example here of a file folder. And then I'll give you guys an example of a way that you can um, kind of arrange this at home if you don't have materials like this. So this file folder right here is a blue file folder. Everything on it's blue and they're moving it down to the bottom here. Let me just see, like that. Okay. Everything, they're moving it down to the bottom and everywhere they put it is correct. Every single thing is blue at the top there and they can't get it wrong. So if everything is right, they can't get it wrong. They are being independent in their task. You're being successful and you can also step away for a minute, which is the trick that the teachers use um, to build independence or for students that are really relying on teacher support um, and need to work on independent skills. Now at home, if you don't have materials like this that are already set up to be artless, I do have some in my Simply Free library, and I'll give you guys the link for that um, at the end here. But something like you know your kid can do a puzzle, a certain puzzle or a certain toy, um, and you know that they can complete it on their own, but you think that's kind of easy. They're not working on that skill anymore in school. Well, today you're working on independence, and today you're working on errorless learning. They're going to do that by themselves so that they can do it. I love that. So I just kind of, you know, could picture my clients and families that I'm working with and them saying like, that's too easy. They've outgrown that. This might be the perfect time to bring back some of those old favorites that keep them busy because it is going to build that time on task is what we would say maybe as a teacher, like their time exactly. working on that. Exactly. So um, there's other errorless matching tasks out there that you can get. Um, I have some really easy print and go ones in my Simply Free library. Um, you could laminate these and make them into Velcro, but if you don't have time for that, these can easily become just cut and paste worksheets um, and little tasks that you can do at home just with paper. It could be something too, and we didn't talk about this, but I'm thinking about all of our students who will benefit from this strategy and so will their siblings. This is something that they could do easily with their siblings because you're not learning something new. They could actually do some co-learning, some co-working. I love that. I love that. I love that so much. Um, getting the whole family involved in times like this is really something that we can work on too. And if your children may not work together great, this could be time for you to work on working together, which is another skill in the classroom that a lot of our um, children are working on. Absolutely. So um, do you have any other tips for parents that are going to be super worried about this regression or behaviors or not being able to follow through on a plan. I know that a lot of us are just kind of talking to parents, trying to reassure. Can you just use some of your teacher experience and give us some words of wisdom? Sure. So number one, if your student uses visuals and schedules at school, you need to use them at home now. Um, I know a lot of parents do use them at home, but some might feel like their home life is great and they don't need them. Um, but this isn't everyday home life anymore. This is stuck at home 24-7, which is stressful for me as a parent to be home all the time, stressful for my child not to be able to go to daycare. And I'm already feeling the stress here. I can't imagine that your world and your children's world are being turned upside down in this way. Um, having visual supports and schedules is super important for them. That's how they're successful at school and that's how they're going to be successful at home for an elongated period of time. Um, they strive with structure and routine. A lot of our kids love consistency. So if you're able to have a schedule and utilize visuals at home, um, this is the perfect time to implement that and just put it in place. And then it might actually help your daily life after too. Um, and I do one of my free, um, 
items that I put out right now is a free um, home schedule and it's just a little schedule like this. It has four pieces at a time um, and I, I included a bunch of little visuals um, that might be helpful for home. Um, and then I also have for students that don't need a picture schedule, we can do a written schedule with dry erase. If you're able to laminate, you can quickly use a dry erase on things like this and change it up for AM and PM. Um, those will be super helpful for you as long and also a first then board, which I'm sure um, a lot of parents do have access to first then boards. Maybe you use them when your children were younger at home and have moved away from it since behaviors have gone down. But this is a time where behaviors might start to pop up again at home. So you might want to start using schedules and visuals at home in order to kind of like cop that out. I didn't even think about that. And I'm sure there's going to be some other parents too, that it's not just the puzzles or the games that they may have outgrown, but they might've outgrown some of their visuals that they've used before. And it might be really comforting to go back to that basic first next board um, of, of what to do. So I absolutely love that one. Thank you. I'm going to be sharing that one everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm for that one, for bringing that one up, bringing it out of the retirement <laughs> box of all the exactly. Because a lot of kids, even like in early intervention, you get a lot of these things put into place. Um, and then your, your child starts doing great at school, starts doing great at home, and you move away from those things because it's just easier. Well, some things might start to pop up and it might be hard for your whole family to be home all together all the time. So you might need access to these things again. I love that. Um, did I miss anything that you brought for us today? I have one more thing to talk about that I actually made this morning after talking to um, some different teachers in my Facebook group. Um, but if your teacher isn't able to send you work home or give you some materials at home, then you might want to implement um, something like a choice board where you can kind of structure your day in a more you know comforting way for the child, but also give them choice. Um, so I'm not talking like you don't need to go out there and buy workbooks. You don't need to go out there and set up a homeschool classroom. You don't have to be homeschooling your child at all. But a long day is sometimes hard to fill. Um, and you might want to give them some choice in what you might do that day. And when they do it, maybe make the schedule together. Um, so I have a couple options for choice boards here. Um, the first one is more just like play activities, things that you can choose from. You can have um, your child pick out one or two a day, or you can do two. And for our one. listeners, let me, I'm just going to hop in here because we have our podcast listeners. I'll hold it up so I can see it. What do we have? Yeah. We have cook, iPad, crafts, worksheets, yoga, books, chores. So different things so they can have a little bit of control over their day. Exactly. Um, so and then some more academic tasks too, like sorting things. Like you might have play food in your house, but not think of sorting. So this kind of kind of reminds you how to use the toys that you might have access to already um, and then finally exercise because when we're stuck inside our kids aren't getting um, PT OT um, gym all these things that they're used to getting after school activities so um, implementing some exercise with some choice might be helpful for them too and also for you um, to get them moving and more tired for bedtime which could also be um, difficult during this time Alyssa, you brought some great suggestions that you have over-delivered. <laughs> I'm super excited. I'm still brainstorming more ways to help if this um, goes much longer. Um, but I have some more free resources on my blog, too, that I'll be able to direct you to at the end. And Catherine will give you guys all the link. Yes, I love that. So please keep creating those resources. <laughs> um, I, for all of our 
parents and teachers who are hearing all of these suggestions, please do not hesitate to reach directly out to Alyssa or reach out to me and I will make sure to get you guys in touch um, because her ideas are amazing and they're practical and they're cost effective and they work. Um, this is, <laughs> these are not just like idealistic. There's a lot of things out there right now that like in an ideal world, this is how things would work at home, but your practicality is very refreshing. Thank you. Yes. Don't get stressed out by all those schedules and like fun activities and like homeschool classrooms that some parents are setting up. Some parents, they might be loving this. They might be really enjoying it. And that's great too. Um, but other people are just trying to survive and that might mean more Disney plus for you. And that's fine too. <laughs> Absolutely. On that note, we're going to leave them with that. Remember that. Maybe a little bit more Disney Plus in your life. It is okay. Right? Everyone does. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank you for being here. I'll make sure everybody has all the links to reach out. And Alyssa, please stay healthy and we'll be in touch soon. You too. Bye-bye.